What's up, We Sound Crazy podcast listeners? What's up? This is our season finale. Oh yes, our season finale. And we are excited because we have a living legend. The one, the only, Kirk Franklin. Our brother Kirk Franklin is no stranger to success in the music business and pushing culture forward. And he's also no stranger to controversy. Mm. A couple of days after recording this podcast, our brother had something very powerful to say to the Dove Awards and the TBN. Here's how it went down. In 2019, history repeated itself. I was humbled to win the same award, and during my speech, I brought attention to the murder of a Tatiana Jefferson in her home by a white police officer. I asked everyone in the audience and those viewing to join me in prayer for not only a Tatiana's family, including her eight-year-old nephew who witnessed the killing, but also for the family of the police officer. Last week, during the airing of the awards on the same network again, that part of my speech was edited out. So now, after a meeting with the Double Awards Committee and representatives of TBN, I've made the decision after prayer, consultation with my team and my pastor, Dr. Tony Evans, to not attend any events affiliated with or for the Double Awards, Gospel Music Association or TBN until tangible plans are put in place to protect and champion diversity, especially where people of color have contributed their gifts, talents, and finances to help build the viability of these institutions. I am aware that the word boycott often has a negative connotation and finality to it, but my goal will forever be reconciliation as well as accountability. It is important for those in charge to be informed. Not only did they edit my speech, they edited the African-American experience. I'm not asking those in the gospel community to follow my decision. No, this is my personal choice to take a stand and hold responsible those in positions of power to acknowledge the issues in our separate communities that have existed from colonialism to Jim Crow. To many of the issues facing us today, I pray there will be a significant change from this hurtful experience. I look with anticipation for that day of healing and I'm committed to contributing to that process. In the end, we will not remember the words of our enemies, but the silence of our friends. Well, he said what he said. And we stand with our leader and brother, Kirk Franklin. As you can see, he has a lot of opinions. So this is gonna be a great conversation. Hope you enjoy the season finale of We Sound Crazy. Kirk, we just need a drop to say this. Kirk Franklin, you listen to the We Sound Crazy podcast. That's it. Brothers and sisters, what's going on, y'all? This is your man, Byron Cage, and I'm sitting here right now. We sound crazy. Oh, I see. Let's go. Let's go. I see. I see. I see. I see. What is that? What is that? 
<laughs> like a trash can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's the vibe I'm on today. Oh, you on that vibe. Yeah, we, I'm on that goat vibe. On that, that goat vibe. Time, How about vibe. that? I like that. Time. Time. Legendary. Classic. Legendary vibe. Episode 20 here. We sound crazy podcast. Billionaires in the building. Claude oh, yeah. Kelly is in the building. Chuck Harmony is in the building. Bacon from Macon is in the building. Oh. Yo, but we got a. We, we gonna do this right. Mic. We got we a fifth mic. We fifth mic. We're gonna do this right. We got a goat in here. Book of Revelation, uh-huh. chapter yes, 7, sir. verses 16 and 17. Oh. Yes, oh. They shall hunger no more, neither shall they thirst anymore. Preach, preacher. For God shall wipe away yes, sir. every tear from their eyes. Yes, Get ready for the revolution. What you say? Over 10 million records sold, 14 Grammy Awards, Ooh. 12 NAACP Image Awards, Ooh. 40 Stellar Awards, Ooh. 20 Ooh. Dove Awards, 3 BT Music Awards, 1 American Music Awards, too many receipts. awards. Receipts. Too many receipts. Receipts, receipts. Uh, CBS receipts. A CBS receipts. CBS receipts. Ladies and gentlemen, we got here on the, on the couch with us today, the one and only the legend, the, the goat, legend, the, the goat. goat. Kirk mama, Franklin's in the building. Hey, Kirk mama Franklin, name is Clay. I'm gonna call him Clay. <laughs> <laughs> it is good to have you yes, here, Mister Franklin. Man, I'm in the room with Kings. What's man. good? What's good? How are you, my friend? Man, I'm good. Man, I'm good. I'm good. Thank y'all for letting me uh, be here on man. this early Monday. <laughs> 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 I'm a musician, so it's I, early. I, I get it. I get it. I'm, yeah. um, Bl- we'll, we'll blame I'm Phil. Nocturnal by nature. We'll blame Phil for the. We'll blame, we'll blame Phil for the for the early call. No, I mean I get it, I get it, I get it. But thank you for having me, man. I'm 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 really glad to be in the room with legends, legends in the making, living legends, man. It's just incredible to to have an opportunity to have a conversation about the greatest art form in the world, and that's yeah, music. Yes, you know yes, I mean? yes, it, yes, yes. It just cuts through all the uh, um, foolishness and. And 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 I'll just the red and blue states, and it mm. makes everything musical. It makes the conversation fair yeah. to everyone, and everyone can everyone can participate because there's not a person on the planet that don't have a jam. That's right. Yeah, that's good. There's not a person right. on the planet that don't have a jam. That's the truth, yo. That's yeah. the that's the truth. Yeah. Speaking of jams, no cap, no cap. What's your jam? What's your jam of all jams? Jams. It, My jam. It of don't all matter where jams. it is from. This just. My jam of all jams is probably Luther Vandross, The Night I Fell in Love. Oh. oh. Can you it. pull that boy up? That boy up. The jam of all jams. The jam of all jams. I, just because, you know, your jam of all jams is you, you remember where you were. Right. You yes, remember sir. The, the, the lighting and the setting of the sun. You remember the temperature. Yeah. You remember mm-hmm. the feeling of the fabric of what you had on your clothes. You remember the chick yep. that you was with. You know what I'm saying? It's like you remember every moment. That's it. There we go. That's it. Them drums go hard still. Them drums go hard yeah, still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's shoulders started moving. Simp. Come on, Luther. Oh, man. <laughs> I keep going over and over it again. That's when you can talk on a record. <laughs> I get these. Flashbacks and I feel so good. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it. 
Cut it. And if mm. you don't mind, yeah. let me give you one more. Please do. One more. 1985, I was sitting on the floor of a Section 8 apartment wow. with some distant relatives that let me lie on a piece of paper that I could go to another school that was outside of my district. Mm -hmm. I had to catch two city buses to get to the school, and I wanted to go to this high school because they had the best choir in the city. Mm -hmm. They, It took me an hour to get to school as a 15-year-old, and they let me live with them so I could not have to catch that bus. Section 8 apartment, eight kids in a two-bedroom wow. apartment. Mm. Wow. And I remember about 11.30 on the R&B station, there was a song by the uh, Jones Girls. Or the, the, uh, uh, it's called Nights Over Egypt. Oh, yes, yes, Lord, yes, Nights yes, Over yes. That's a song right there. Nights yeah. Over Egypt. Come on, man. Y'all remember this? What a vibe. Yes, yes, yes wow. for sure. Play this all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah! Here it is! Bass player! Whoa! Come on, man. Bass player, bass player! Yes, Lord. <laughs> uh. Bass player, what's the bass player? Here you go, go. Oh, come on. Yeah. Here it is, here it is. Now see. There it is, there it is. Now see, check it out, check it out, check it out. Now see, the reason why. See, now, I remember being on the floor hearing that song, mm. and that was the first time I was about 14, 15 years old, and I knew at that moment I wanted to do music this. Music was for you. That's it. Boom. That's it. I knew music was for me. Mm -hmm. The way that made me feel, the way them two joints made me feel, yes, them two Lord. jams yes, sir. made me feel I knew I wanted to do music. Wow. Now, now I didn't know how big, yeah. I didn't know what it would be. Mm. I just knew that there was some type of affair that I was finna have with this woman named Music. Yes. Stay with the bug. I remember yeah. that. And and those two joints. And even though I do gospel music, it was them two joints mm -hmm. that uh that busted my chair. We sound crazy. Wait, Phil, 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 what's your jam of all jams? Jam of all jams. Jam of all jams. Ooh. Uh -oh. Damn, you put me on the spot. <laughs> if it's Megan, if it's Meg the Stallion, it's Meg the Stallion. Nah, nah, it ain't Meg the Stallion, man. Right? No, nah, you go, you go. Michael Jackson, the first tape I ever got, the bad album. The first oh, wow. time I heard the way you make me feel. Mm. Wow. I was like, whoa. Wow. Wow. It goes back yeah. dun, dun, dun. You really turn me young. Yeah, you yeah. Me off of my feet now, babe. All that, man. Yeah. yeah. It had this sheen on it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's that Coca-Cola, yeah. Pepsi-Cola sheen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, and by that time, Quincy's 52, 53 yes. years, years old. Yes, Lord. Yes. You know what I mean? Because think about it. If, if he did Thrill at 50, so now this is four years later. Yeah. And in he my, saw he's 54 years old, still killing, killing the, game. the game. I was I was given Thriller when I was born. Like Thriller yeah, is the greatest yeah. album. Learn this. Yeah, but yeah. Bad was when I discovered Michael yeah, Jackson yeah. for myself. It was when I said, I want this, I want this tape. Got it. Chuck. For me, mine would be Earth, Wind, and Fire, You Can't Hide Love. 
Ooh. Yeah, that's those chords in the beginning. Da, 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 Can I hear da. that a little bit? Yes, yes. man. Yes, Can please. I hear that? Yeah, Can man. I just get a me, give him a little come taste? Come on, bro. And that's when everybody played together. Yeah. And the funny thing is you can tell that there's no click. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It fluctuates. It fluctuates. But it's like we didn't care. We didn't care, yo. That's how Stevie Wonder is. When Stevie was playing the drums, it was fluctuating, but it felt so good. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Hold on. You just hit me the game. I did not know Stevie played drums. Stevie played on a lot of his Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, man. Yes. Stevie you played drums. You just hit me to yes, game. Well, you know, because I knew Prince played drums. Yeah, he does. You gotta have you. You gotta watch that the, the Motown documentary then, uh, the one that's on. Yes, Showtime. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they start talking about how Stevie was playing all the instruments. You know what? I missed that part. And Mary Wilson was like, he went from drums to piano yeah, yeah, to yeah. you know what? To guitar. They sure did say yeah, that yeah, on yeah. that. Like, yeah, he's a sure wonder. Yeah, 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 yeah. Crazy. You talk about cats that play drums, Prince. Playing drums on Lady Cab Driver. Mm. Please. I love that he knows, like, uh oh, a new aficionado. I love, I love it. You know what? I'm going to take it back. I'm going to go Prince. Prince is probably my jam. Because that was my first record as a kid, four years old. Yeah. Let's go crazy. But Prince, Prince would be my jam. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, Let's go, go crazy. Let's go yeah. crazy. Let's go, Let's go, go very crazy. first, was it a 45, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Jam of all jams. Timon, yeah. what Timon, you got? Come on. So I don't know if this is my jam of all jams, but because I, I listen to so much music, but um, I would have to say Alexander O'Neill fake. Hold on, let me tell you something. You don't know nothing about Alexander. I remember being like super young. I was probably like maybe three or four, and yeah. we would go on family trips to Sparta, Georgia. And we were in a Sparta. Sparta, oh, Sparta Georgia. What the hell is Sparta? Right, right. Sparta right. is near Milledgeville, uh, maybe like thirty minutes from Macon. But we were in a Ford van, and my dad used to play Alexander O'Neill a lot. Mm, bro. Like, I, I truly believe I, that he thought he was Alexander O'Neill. Let me tell you something. Alexander O'Neill is the, was the greatest non-artist artist. Right. Because if you ever look at him, he don't look he nothing like, like no artist. He work on truck. He looked like on truck. One of the ugliest artists ever. <laughs> but had jams. Yeah, had jams, had dark chocolate Lips that yeah. kept and he kept them Vaseline. You remember that? His lips stayed <laughs> greasy, like he had a drumstick in his pocket. Every <laughs> between every takes, the whole Hearsay album still jams to this day. Like, but you know what jams of Alexander nailed the most, Young Buck? Saturday Love. Saturday Love. Saturday Love. Saturday Love. Saturday Love. Never on Sunday. Mondays too soon. Saturday Love, man. Tuesday and Wednesday just won't do. Come on. Thursday and Friday. Woo. Sugar, 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 sugar. <laughs> ho, ho, 
hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Man, that's one of the best songs of all time. Of all time. That's a, that that is a in song. Blackdom. Yeah. In Blackdom. In Blackdom. In Blackdom. Name three artists of yeah, like any that. genre that people would be surprised to find that are in your personal music collection. Mm, that is that's James Taylor. I love James Taylor. Carol King. Yes. Mm. And oh my God. John Denver. Yo, yes. I, hello. Yo, we listen to all the, <laughs> yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah, John yeah. Denver is, is the man. <laughs> Y'all listen to John Denver? Yeah. Are you kidding me? And James Taylor all Sunshine the time. Sunshine on my soda. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Sunshine on my shoulders makes me happy. Crazy. Guys, we got to go back. All right, let's what? go back. Take it back. Can we go back? Can we go back, Kirk? Let us. <laughs> Yo, man. <laughs> look, at, look at young Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough. That's <laughs> Lord have mercy. <laughs> you know, let's get to singing, Kirk, though. We're singing, Kirk. When I get a week. Yeah, that's joy for y'all that don't know. I love that Kirk song. Franklin penned Yo, that. Man. What year was that, Kirk? Uh, that was 91. Wow. But let me tell you what was crazy. Last song. night at TSU, during their homecoming uh, event, I started playing that, and I couldn't believe that a room full of millennials and Zia's yeah, man. knew that I'm record. tripping, man. Yeah. I couldn't yeah. believe that millennials and Zia's knew that record. Like, they knew the record. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And so that was very... Uh, I mean, they made, I was. I mean, when you make classic curl activator. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you know classics. what's very interesting, man, is that you know, I'm quite sure that y'all can also feel the mourning of uh, of uh, what no longer exists because we're pulling up records that gave us all these type of emotions right. in mm. a climate now, and you fear that 20 years from now, 10 years from now, what will the next generation pull from? Mm -hmm. You know, you know. And 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 I know that it's very easy for old heads to sound like that they you know you know trying to kill the new game just because old heads can look like that they're very you know jaded mm -hmm. or or, yeah. or or jelly because their time is gone. There's just something about these records that we're pulling up and and yeah. and that we're recalling that just have some type of some type of moment in time that I think that the factory that they were built in that they yeah. were built like 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 you know how you see those old cars. And them old trucks that go down the road, and you know, if they hit somebody, the person's automatically dead. Yeah, they yeah, were, yeah, yeah. They were made out of like, like, Serious like ship, metal. Yeah, ship yeah. steel. You know <laughs> what I mean? You know, and you know, because they were made heavy. Yeah. And I think that there was a time in the factory of music that these songs were, they were just built heavy. Yeah. And I don't know how you have the conversation now about trying to build heavy cars when people don't necessarily subscribe to heavy, heavy anymore. Heavy, heavy anything. Yeah. To me, it has a lot to do with community. We're, we're connected, 
because mm. we know everything that's going on all the time. That's what mm. our phones allow us to do. But we're not really community. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. a lot of this stuff that we're listening to happened because really, for real, two people, three people got in a room together, mm-hmm. for real, mm-hmm. undistracted, and pulled their brain, their souls, their hearts for inspiration. Even, even we always talk about, like, man, I just miss choir, you know what I'm saying? But not choir for the sake of doing it to be seen, but, like, really people just sitting down to rehearse yeah. and mm-hmm. blend each other's voices and not doing it for the grand, but because it was people in a room together. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that, a lot of music, period, not even just, not even just R&B, across, same thing with rock and roll, I'm like, for rock to exist, you would need five kids in a garage yeah. who really want to pick up a guitar and drums wow. and keys. And yeah. that's what Nirvana was. It was some yeah, kids buddy. in a garage. Smells Like Teen Spirit was the greatest record ever. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Greatest record they were, ever. And they were high school friends yeah, in a garage. Yeah. Crazy! Some of the greatest art also came from some of the most complex people. Yeah, mm-hmm. And I think that yeah, yeah. that 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 there is a new moment of that we're all bosses and that we're all, right. you know, you know, that we're making big moves yeah, now yeah. and and we're turning up for 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 social media that nobody ever wants to embrace pain and tragedy mm-hmm. and 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 it's struggle. A part, it's, it's a part of music. It's part of the ingredients of the meal. Yeah. And so, and I think that when you take those ingredients out, then you got drive-through music. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. the other thing we always talk about is that somewhere along the line, we, as musicians, we subscribe to the fact that music success wasn't valid unless it came with riches. Like, yeah. Like, you, the yeah. boss mentality means that, like, yeah. think about how much we, we disregard music because the artist doesn't like they're, that they're rich enough or yeah. You ain't made it. You ain't. You're not hot. Your house is not big enough. We ain't seen. Yeah. Any, we haven't seen your bank account or your TMZ yeah. or how much gold. Yeah. But what I say is like, think about how much. How much was Mozart worth? Who yeah. knows? For sure. Yeah. Wow. That's how many great. houses did Beethoven have? That's yeah. great. Who knows? Or, or when you look at David Psalms. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And we all know David's pen was sick. Yeah, sick. Yeah, 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 but yeah, you know, yeah. you know, we don't, we don't None know. Bank account or what charging yeah. position he was in. And we don't stuff. know. We we don't know if he ever got that chariot whip with with them, with them, <laughs> with them, with them, with them 24s on the chariot. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. And, and, but 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 if that was the case for people that are that historic, it would have been recorded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. said Mozart was the richest man alive. He was a billionaire. Yeah. He started Mozart Nation. Yeah. The touring agency. <laughs> Mozart <laughs> Nation. Mo Nation. Mo Nation. Mo Nation. But but that stuff. I mean, I'm not yeah. I'm not downing because it's happening. Because thank God people are successful. Right. You want to be able to live as a musician. But that I'm pain. Yeah. That pain in, in music. That. Mm-hmm. It's not there the reason why we felt or feel the way we feel about mm-hmm. these records that we just played. The pain is missing. Yeah. Even yeah. the pain in people's voice. voices. Yeah. 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 Like people. when I heard, when I would hear Whitney, I think I connected to Whitney Houston so much as a kid because it's like she had, there was even though her voice was so crisp and clean, like there was a pain in her voice. Mm-hmm. There was a pain in Mary J. Blige's voice when she was singing. Yeah. If you look mm-hmm. at my life, if you yeah. see what yeah, I yeah, see, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. like. There's a pain in Layla Hathaway's voice when I yeah. hear her sing. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah. it just I feel like it's just not every like you said. Everybody's wanting to turn up. Everybody's mm-hmm. wanting to just be fun, and it's not reflective of what everybody yeah. is going. And through. if the people do have pain, in the words of Ron Hill, there's there's an attention span in people nowadays that they don't even have enough time to even right. engage in the pain. Yeah, right. Mm. right. That that you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you brought the pain back, is the attention span there to even receive it? Crazy! 
Thank ah, you. my favorite. Mind Thank you. See mm-hmm. myself the way you see me. This is my favorite. Thank you. Wow. This brought me through a lot of stuff. music memory oh man mm. my earliest music memory uh, is how it made me visible because before I, I would walk into a room I was always invisible I was always the kid that was invisible mm. had no swag had no sauce had no flow my gear was whack my my uh, curl was whack <laughs> 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 you know everything was whack I was uh, and my wackness was reaffirmed by the people around me. You're whack, yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, but but I could walk into a room, and if there was a piano there, I could play any of the popular songs, whether it was the Commodores, whether it was the Bee Gees, whether it was the Jackson Five. I could sit and play, and I could emulate. Mm. I was always good at emulating. I was always good at pretending, mm. and so I could mm. jump on the keys and pretend to be better than who I really was, or to be bigger than I felt I was. Mm. And so uh, that can be good and bad because I think that artists can sometimes get stuck in the pretend and then we never really get to know who we truly are. Uh, uh, When when I really started to try to grow as a man of faith, you know, the question uh, from one of my teachers was, uh, 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 who is Whitney Houston? And I said, uh, she's a singer. And my teacher said, uh, no, 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 that's what she does. That's not who she is. Mm-hmm. And so that was the first introduction that I received about identity. Mm-hmm. And and uh, as a Christian artist, it became very important to me that, that in my process of music, what I do never become who I am. Because if I do that, then I will always be a human doing, and I'll never be a human being. Mm-hmm. Wow. Whoa. That happened. Crazy. For those of you that think that gospel music has gone too far, you think we've gotten too radical with our message. Well, I got news for you. You ain't heard nothing yet. And if you don't know, now you know. Glory, glory. Woo. <laughs> you better put them hands together and act like you know up in here. Cheap Still feel good. Stop for a minute. Play the other stomp. That's the stomp remix. Play, go to the God's Property album. Shout out to a remix, bro. The one that was at the end of the the record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That one. Yeah. That one. For those of you that think that gospel music has gone too far, you think we've gotten too radical with our message. Well, I got news for you. You ain't heard nothing yet. And if you don't know, now you know. Woo! <laughs> you better 
put them hands together. Them horns. Now, now, that is the stomp that we love. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was Jimmy Iovine that said, Kirk, I think that if you let me put a remix on that, I think it'll go. And and so uh, and so he has some little dude, because on the original, when I say, I promise the stomp, yeah. you know, you know, that's that P-funk. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so some little young kid just did a George Clinton loop and sent it to us. And I was like, this sucks. God's property hated it. The really? band hated it. Me and Tammy hated it. We hated it mm. because we were real musicians. And you want to hear that? Yeah, we didn't want, you know, you just just this loop. <laughs> you know, it was just a loop. Right. And, and Jimmy was like, trust me, trust me. And you know, at that time he was Jimmy. You know, he's, Jimmy Iovine, well, at that time man. it's still now. now yeah, yeah. You know, he's yeah. Jimmy Iovine. Still Jimmy Iovine. Yeah, he, he's still Jimmy still Iovine. Jimmy Iovine yeah. And so, uh, and uh, and and Sultan, I had a really good friendship. Mm. And uh, and and I, I, I forget who brought up. I either brought up or somebody brought up to see if I could get her on the remix. And I, I sent it to her. And. And this was when you would do records in person. Imagine mm. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah imagine right, that. Right. Imagine, imagine being in the same room with somebody. Right, right, right. Yeah. And so uh, she came down to Dallas and uh, super cool. I had no idea. I had no idea that the remix would have been. Now, in my opinion, I think you have been a trailblazer in creating collaborations and bridging the gap between yes. gospel and what I guess the church would call secular, but just everything else, basically, in terms of artistry. That being a big one, because that was, I'm, I'm, I remember that being like a shocking moment, like, yo, like, Salt from Salt and Peppers on this. Yeah, yeah. that was on MTV. It was, yes. a, yeah, it was a, but then beyond that, MTV like, many, jams. many other songs, like, was that always part of your plan? Or is it just, you just, is it because you just felt like you love music and you just wanted to put whoever you loved on? Like, well, yeah, no. Is I never had a plan, and I can also be honest and say that 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 you, you also become a victim of when you see something that does work, then you try to duplicate it, and mm-hmm. you try to see if it mm-hmm. can work again, and you realize that, f- for me, in my own humble uh, opinion, is that you begin to start to learn that God was in the room when that moment happened and don't mm. try to duplicate a God mm. moment, let it be what it is. And so, and then there became other moments where it just started to be a natural transition, whether it was Lean On Me. Now, that's, you know, now, Lean On Me is my joint. I am here. I am First, let me say this. I think people glaze over the fact that Bono, Bono yes. is on that song. Yeah, like, yeah, you man. too, Bono. And that's not, not not to say that Bono is more important a man than anyone else. No, but, but, but the magnitude of what you two, yes. what is the band? Has been. Has been. Yeah. And, and also just in terms of like, Philanthropy and Bono yes. is a is a big yes. figure. Yes. Bono, and Mary J. Blige. Mary J. Mary Blige. J. Blige. Yeah. Yeah. Do you still do that song? And what do you how do you grapple with R. Kelly being on the song? Well, what well, we never really even really do the verses that much anyway. But is I think that the that the salvation is is that 
the song was not just him. Yeah. And mm -hmm. it featured other artists. And I think that when you cancel out a song that one individual is on, then you cancel out all the other yeah, individuals exactly. on yeah. it as well. Yeah. Crystal and, Lewis, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, no. Crystal Lewis, Tamla Man. Tamla Man. Tamla Man. Collins on the hook. So, you know, you can't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Crazy! Speaking of collaborations, <laughs> I remember a record you did with Donald. Hezekiah Walker, <laughs> and Karen, Karen Clark, Clark Sheard on the "Don't Be a Menace." And there's a live performance of it somewhere too. That's in that '95, uh, horrible, I remember that too. Horrible that, movie. <laughs> a horrible movie. And I always wondered, like, how did it end up on this soundtrack? <laughs> Well, here's what happened: is that what your boy Stanley Brown, Stanley Brown, shout out Stanley Brown, Stanley. Stanley Brown was over at Island at at the time, right? Yeah, yeah, and 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 he was one of the early pioneers. Yeah, you know, as a matter of fact, much loved him because he was one of the early guys that was always trying to bring gospel music to the table mm -hmm. in those environments. Yeah, yeah. And so when that soundtrack came up, I guess for him, he was trying to seize any moment he could Got it. to try to make a gospel moment. Mm -hmm. And so it was a horrible movie. <laughs> but it was a great intent to try a great to opportunity for the yeah, song. Yeah. It's a guilty pleasure. For yeah, me. yeah, 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 yeah. So you know, it it was one of those type of moments, and I can dig it because you don't get a lot of moments where you can get a crack in the door. Yeah, right. And so you try to seize it, and you know, you know, shout out to him for trying to seize that moment, and it was a cool moment for the genre. Crazy. So, do you have any dream collaborations now, like that you would like to see? You know, I um, it's, I can say, man, that I've been really blessed to work with some of the greatest. I think, mm. you know, that if I do anything now, it'll be cool moments, but I don't walk around maybe having these type of, like, like I would maybe love to do some with John Mayer. I yeah. think that'd be cool. Ooh, I would love to have a moment with Sting. Listen, mm -hmm. listen, you know? listen. The two best concerts, <laughs> listen. The two best concerts we've I've seen been in to, Nashville. Is John Mayer and, and Sting? Sting Are you Nashville. serious? Yes, man. John Mayer. Listen, John Mayer live is bananas. Uh, <clears throat> it sounds it's, very rarely does. We, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of live shows because most people don't. Most people don't sound as good. And the sound should sound bigger, sound and also yeah. the sound quality. Like mm. yeah. venues are not as great as they used to with sound. Yeah. Yeah. John Mayer was at Bridgestone, and that room filled up. It was like the record you knew. Times he was at the arena. He was at yes. the arena. But it, it sounded has, so intimate. His, his mix engineer that does so how was the, the turnout? Packed, sold out. See, that's yeah. incredible. He ain't done a record since 1982. <laughs> <laughs> Before 19, he was born, 1964. <laughs> and he's still that, that. That's incredible. Now, yeah. but his, his can we talk engineer. about that for a minute, though? Yeah. How do we get our people to celebrate? I. You know, and I don't like doing words like legend artists or or mm -hmm. career artists mm -hmm. the way that non African American fans do because John Mayer had no radio music in yeah. years, yeah, and he's selling out arenas. You yeah. got to be kidding me! Or Sting, it's almost like y'all brewing peoples can do that. You know, yeah. Yeah. you know, yeah. Michelle A. Well, I'm I'm, I'm throwing that stupid name, <laughs> <laughs> Michelle A. <she's> <laughs> 
<laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, trying, I'm being funny, but you know what I'm saying? It's like... Mickey you, Howard, nigga. Sell <laughs> <laughs> no, them tickets. No, 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 no. Here's one. M2 made. <laughs> you want to play? You can't play them games with me, player. <laughs> my, my thing is, how do we get, like, why don't we do that for our own the way they do that the way, the way they do that for theirs. I feel like for certain acts they do. Like my mom. It's only one. Frankie, Frankie Beverly. 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 That's they only it. Charlie Wilson. Wilson. Charlie Wilson. Charlie. Uncle Charlie. But not, no. not at that level. No, well, 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 Charlie had to have a comeback. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But before Charlie's comeback, they weren't doing that. Yeah. So it's it's like Maze and Charlie. I, I, I think, I don't know. I think a lot of times, Unfortunately for black people, we're so talented that we're always looking for what's next. Yeah. Mm. So we don't we don't really celebrate the greatness of it because we're yeah. so used to being. You know great. what? That is a that's a good point. That's, that's a yeah. good perspective. Yeah. yeah. Which is very true. We're naturally forward thinking and yeah. tagging off what you just said. I feel like a lot of times people, unfortunately, tarnish their legacies by trying to go with what's now or hot yeah. instead of. That's the other thing. Reminding people why they fell in love with you wow. in the first place. There's a way to be current and still not try to fix the record if it ain't broke. Wow. So I feel like wow. that's probably one of the reasons why people are just like, you know what? He came out with like three bad albums back to back. Mm -hmm. And I just, I didn't forgot that I even liked the first two that he came out <laughs> <laughs> you know? No, that's a very good point. That's a very that's good point. On. That's a really dope point. We sound crazy. Um, let's talk about the creative process for a moment. As a music creator, can you tell us how your songs come to you? Well, I'm quite sure I'm talking to all of y'all that that do it. You know, yeah. it it comes in many different ways, many yeah. different times. There's no one set way. It can just come. It can come when you're on the toilet. Come at the stoplight. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it come when you're in your drawers. You know, <laughs> uh, don't, if you come to my house, don't sit on that piano bench. <laughs> That's what I say. Because I that say piano it all bench, that piano bench had number butt naked cheeks on it. And, uh, so you may you may want to watch yourself. <laughs> I say that all the time. You can find me at my crib playing in my drawers playing piano. Yes, sir. Yes. yes, sir. Hey, Kurt. A thong on or whatever. <laughs> Crazy. Oh, Lord. Here we go. <laughs> Who is that? Who is that? You don't know this voice? I got drip for sale. 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 Hey, that's plies for those that don't plies. know. Drip for sale. That ain't plies. Is that plies? That's plies. <laughs> so I heard that he's playing you in your biopic coming out. <laughs> that's what that's the word on the street says. Well, now we're really trying to get Emmanuel Lewis. <laughs> Webster. Yeah. If he's free. <laughs> but, but he wants too much bag. <laughs> Come on, Emmanuel. We're trying to get your bag little like you. Come on. So, so Come Kirk, on. you've never met Plies. No, man. And, you know, and I think, Ron, that we should create a moment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, th I think that we should film some type of moment where we create a little, you know, something crazy for the... Uh, uh, it needs to happen. For, for, like, social media. You know what I'm saying? Some type of meeting. It kind of like a countdown to the meeting or whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It needs to happen. Because y'all yeah. going back and forth online is the best thing ever. Like, it's a viral moment right there. It's a viral moment right there. So, Kirk, this biopic, you're working on a biopic with Devon Franklin. Tell yeah, us something. Now, you know, oh, man. I, uh, well, I'm very excited because we got the um, 
final script last well 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 we is I finally got the script last mm. week. I'm really excited about that. Um, this has been on the table for about 15 years. It was at Lionsgate back back in wow. 05. Do you guys remember a movie called Jason's Lyric? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that movie was written and directed by a guy named Bobby Smith Jr. Yeah. Mm. Bobby Smith Jr. approached me back in 2005 and said that I want to do a movie on you. Mm. And so uh, we went into Lionsgate and New Line Cinema and he sold it in the room. Like mm. he sold it right there in the room. <clears throat> um, had a couple of writers take a stab at it. They really couldn't get the story. Uh, and then about 2007, there was a big writer strike in LA. Mm. And it kind of shut down a lot of the writers. And the uh, the movie idea kind of got put on the shelf. And then about a couple of years later, after the deal expired with Lionsgate, because you know, the deal, the life rights have to expire before you can get them back. Mm. And so, you know, it kind of takes that process. And then an independent company, we, uh, Gave it to them for about a year or two to see if they could do something with it, but because they wanted it. And then um, when Devon was over at Sony, uh, you know, there was a conversation and Sony loved the idea. And so um, that was back in 12, 2012, 2013. And so um, just took a few years trying to get the script right. You know, it just takes a minute. It does. You know, it's almost like. It's almost like with an artist, it, it boils down to the song, mm -hmm. you know? That's right. You know, what is the song? What's the lyric? What's the melody? Mm -hmm. Back then we would say, what's the hook, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, and so it has been really about the script. And so um, they were very diligent about working on the script. Uh, had an incredible new writer by the name of Brian Ivey, incredible young man who came to Christ while he was at USC film school wow. through my music. Wow. Mm. So in that ill. So, wow. you know, that was just a really dope kind of marriage. And so, uh, yeah, um, very grateful. And I hope that it can be a moment that can also just kind of bring attention to how big and beautiful the genre of music is. I think that the gospel music has yet to be seen in popular culture as oh, that's what that is. Mm. That's where they come from. Because every popular artist has been impacted and influenced yeah. by the sound, by the sonics, by mm -hmm. the emotion, by the mm -hmm. spirit of gospel music. Every every pop star, your band is gospel. Yeah. Yeah. Every yeah. background, every pop star, your background singers are gospel. gospel. Your producers they, are gospel. Yeah. Your producers are gospel. They've yeah. been influenced by the That's black so church. Yeah, and true. so I just really hope that uh, the synergy that if it's the Lord's will that we can build either with the movie, around the movie, a couple of other projects that we kind of have on the table, got a little another something that we kind of working on, just to be able to bring attention to how huge the 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 um, the vibration mm. of gospel music is right. in the earth, and I don't think that people. You know, like they see Sunday service, they hear coloring book, and they get the the snippets like, oh, that's pretty ill, that's dope. Mm -hmm. But it's like, no, son, there's a vibration of it yeah, that yeah. just resonates even deeper. Yeah. That it's like, that's what that sound is, that's what that moment is, that's what that emotion it's is. That feeling is, yeah. It's, it's that feeling, and so I pray that I can celebrate everybody in gospel. Like I don't want it to be a Kirk moment. I want people to be attracted to a Tasha Cobb. I want them to be attracted to a Leandria. I want them to be attracted to. 
a Donnie or just whoever it is. It's like, mm. I want to shed light yeah. on the community. Like you see one roach, mm. turn the light on. I'm going to show you a kitchen. <laughs> show you a kitchen full of roaches running around on the scene. <laughs> I, I, I can only give analogies of where I'm from. Yeah, 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 That's where I'm yeah. from. That's all I can do. Crazy! There was a time when there was like this huge light on the gospel community. Like there was Kirk, there was Yolanda, there was Donnie, there was BB and Cece. There was a time when it was it was nothing to see you on the Soul Train Awards or the mm. Grammys mm. or the Billboard Awards. Mm. And at some point, not sure what that point is, but at some point it changed, it shifted. And so where do you think, and if you agree with me, where do you think that shift happened? Well, well you know, I am the one to ask these questions. Mm -hmm. It's just because I try to be a student of my community and mm -hmm. my community uh, is engrafted within culture. I believe that we can't have that conversation without also having very transparent conversations about the postmodernization of culture. Mm -hmm. That we are in a postmodern society where Christianity is on a decline in its impact on culture. Remember, mm -hmm. in the 90s, we had the rise of Christianity, especially in the black yeah. church. Mm -hmm. Mega yeah. churches were yeah, popping yeah, yeah, up yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Think about it. So gospel music was also married to this moment of black church True. explosion. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so everybody was going to church. I, I mean, it was nothing for people to have 9, 10, 12,000 members at their church. And, financial, yeah. and the financial explosion for, explosion for black people, and, too. And this financial explosion for black people, people too. Yes, yes, yes. So, so there was this marriage mm. of, of the music and the culture and the impact that the church had influenced. I think that um, we did not seize the opportunity. And I'm not talking about just music. I'm talking mm -hmm. about Christianity as a whole, meaning that we did not take people deeper than the appetizers. Mm. We did not take mm. people deeper mm. than the feel-good desserts. That yes. We did not get people's roots deep. So when kids went off to college and their Christianity was challenged, mm -hmm. they didn't really have strong answers. Right. When sexuality started becoming a conversation, we didn't have good theological, loving, compassionate Reason. answers to That's walk right. people wow. through. So we didn't really prepare people for the what after. You know what mm. we did? Everything that we did in the 90s built up for the honeymoon. Mm. But nothing was for the marriage. Mm. So true. Mm. Nothing for the, was for the marriage. For the party and not and for so, marriage, yeah. and so, when the marriage hit, and people were not ready for the real waves of life, yeah. there became a decline. Mm. And and if there's a decline in Christianity, why wouldn't we see it in the decline in the music, music. that it yeah. reflects? Yeah. yeah. And I believe that they were that, that they were solely married. And then you got a whole bunch of man. I wish I could be like no cap and say so many things, but you know. And then you got so many fools that were acting fools in the in the community where preachers were getting busted, mm -hmm. pastors were getting busted, mm -hmm. prosperity theology yeah, yeah, made yeah. it look like that it, it was a gimmick and gimmick. it was a hoax. Yeah. And it was so much foolishness happening as well that that also began to kind of water it wow. down, kind of yeah. contaminate the message, mm. contaminate the mm. messenger. Mm. And then yeah. when social media hit, then we also got a chance to be exposed to uh, our pastors and gospel artists' lifestyles, and we didn't need to see all that. We didn't need to see, <laughs> you know, people... We didn't need to see all of that. We didn't see people's weenies on, on social media, you know? <laughs> now you got preachers and gospel artists' as weenies yeah, 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 on yeah. social media, you know? You know, know weenies. No weenies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No weenies. You know, no you know? And you ain't even, you know... 
and then and and you're not even about that life. Yeah, you know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, you yeah. know, you look like a kindergartner. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you're a grown man with a kindergartner <laughs> weenie. You know, you're not even about that. It's like you're not even about that life. If, you know, and, so stay off social yeah, media. Yeah. If you're gonna be on there, be about that <laughs> life. <laughs> but you look like it's, it's two below zero up in there. It's chilly. Nick, <laughs> you look chilly. We sound crazy. Mary, Mary, yeah. the earth is shaking. Yeah. Who gon' save the babies yeah. from another bloody Sunday? I'm singing Mary, Mary. Yeah. They love me or they hate me yeah. for my skin color. Yeah. But you say I am your brother. Now, strong God. What Phil just played now is one of my favorites from the new record, Long Live Love. Really? I remember yes. sitting in the listening session and just wanting to almost cry because I felt like you were speaking to where we are now in terms of social injustice and black people just getting shot for no reason. And just me as a black man, almost 33 years old, um, and moving here to Nashville and having to experience some racist moments. Um, getting pulled over by the police for absolutely no reason at all and thinking, wow. am I gonna, is somebody going to have to call my mom and yeah, tell yeah, my mom yeah, yeah. that I'm dead? Yeah. Um, I want to know from you, do you feel like as a gospel artist or the gospel genre in, in general, do you feel like you all have a responsibility to do those types of records um, and to speak to where we are as black people? Yes. What breaks my heart, though, is that I don't know if people want that from us as much, as I feel that we have responsibility, mm -hmm. is I think what breaks my heart is, is that after this, this post-modernization and this post-modern movement where, where Christianity has become very, very compartmentalized to just Sunday or Jesus is a 911, mm. he's a spare tire, mm. it's when I want him, only when I want him in certain areas of my life, is that I think that now Christian music has become, especially for people of color, it is limited to what I only want and what I only need it to be. Mm. And so, so now, gospel music, in my humble opinion, it has become the culture's chicken soup. Mm. Like, you know, mm. when you're sick, Wow. Yeah. And you go to your mama's house, you want your mama's so soup. That's what? so good. But watch this though. But watch this though. If your mama even wants to put maybe a little basil in it and she never done before, you're like, mama, what's that? Mm -hmm. And she said, like, oh, let's put a little basil. No, 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 no. I don't want that. It's I want it the way you always, always make it. it. Yeah. We don't want mama's soup to change at all. Mm. Now, what she put in it ain't bad. She trying to make it new, modern, trying to keep it gully for you. But you only want it a certain way. I believe that what is happening with gospel music right now, we have limited it to only chicken so we only want to make it we only want it to make us feel one way mm. we don't want it to make us think we don't want it to make it challenge us wow. we don't want it to push us mm. we don't want it to do anything but just make it it's, it's like we want it only this and i believe that nothing can survive if it does not have opportunity to, to grow, grow. Yeah, absolutely that's right. nothing yeah, that's, will survive that's right See, i agree with that but actually i also think that we're about we're in the perfect environment right now for there to be a, a whole new fresh wave because to your point earlier about how things were 
where money was flowing and churches were booming and everything. When things are lavish, you can be lazy with your knowledge. Yeah. You can be really yeah. comfortable because it's, it's, you're comfortable. I mean, I'm in a Rolls Royce going to church. So this, I mean, it's, yeah. I, don't have, I don't have to read what's in the book because I'm Imagine getting that. Imagine, Imagine that. Imagine that. And then when I get to church, the pastor's sermons now are all supporting that yeah. type of bad luxury. Yeah. Right. mentality. Now, yeah. and I think the blessing of, if, if, you, if I can say this without offending people, the blessing of the political and spiritual situation we're in, mm-hmm. the blessing of it, is that it's forced every single person to get re-educated mm-hmm. yeah. on their government, on their faith, on their race, on the, on how, where they fit. And so now you're having to question for yourself, all right, where do I stand in this whole... And that, my friend, lays the prob- lies the problem because with biblical illiteracy so high in the pulpit, mm-hmm. now that everybody is now having questions, that's why you continue to see ah, the no decline need. of Christianity because yeah. we are not equipped yeah. ah, mm, to, mm, handle to be able to handle the questions yeah. because we should have been we should have been leading the charge. Yeah, yeah. Just like in the 60s, mm. the civil rights movement was led by the black church. It was the black church that was leading yeah. the movement mm. and the music. I'm, I'm like, where is the music to match the tension of yeah. the time? Oh, where, is, where, the, where are the spiritual leaders to match none. the tension? Now, granted, to, to our conversation earlier, I think other pe- I think comedians are doing a fantastic job of, of, of calling truth out. to power. Mm-hmm. I think other people are doing that. I think there's examples of excellence in other areas, sometimes in movies, sometimes in sports. But let me... But, but I'm like, bro, where is... Where are, where are the creative leaders but and bro, the spiritual leaders that are saying, like, here's how you can find peace and joy in this whole... Or, or strength in this whole thing. But, bro, if we're saying that the truth lies in the creator of time, mm. if we're saying that that is the ultimate truth, but we are not equipped to exegete and communicate that truth. Can you imagine the decline of a society? Crazy! Hello, fear. thing that we need to do as uh, uh, curators of urban Christian music is make a decision on what we're going to live mm. and how we're going to live. It starts from the music has to be a reflection of my commitment to Jesus Christ. It can't be uh, spiritual. It can't be positive. It can't be just, you know, you know, we want to be, you know, cool and swaggy. All of those things are tempting and all of those things are things that we all battle. Mm. But I have to make a decision that does my lifestyle, does my private life line up mm. lyrically to the music that I'm trying to put out in the world because if it don't, it mm. won't have any impact. I'm not talking about perfection. Mm. I'm talking about pursuit. Mm. Mm. That's good. 
Yes, Lord. And there's a difference. There's there a big is. difference. There's a difference. It's all about the it's all about the direction of where your heart is pointed. Mm-hmm. Wow. Right? Mm-hmm. Wow. It doesn't mean about the fa- the failures and mistakes are necessary of the narrative. Mm-hmm. But where am I pointed? Mm-hmm. Wow. Will be the decision and will be the outcome of what happens with the impact of the music. Crazy. So Kirk, we do a game here, we sound crazy called Keep or Kill. Okay. You familiar with this game, right? Nope, not at so, all. <laughs> so it's a game where we give you two options, and you, whoever you prefer or who's your favorite, you keep. Let's get it. Let's get it. R. Kelly or Babyface? Babyface. Frankie Beverly or Charlie Wilson? Next. <laughs> Tupac or Biggie? Next. What? I can't kill neither yeah. one. Beyonce, Beyonce or Rihanna? <laughs> I can't. Yeah. <laughs> Kirk, you're not making this fun. We didn't well, just... Yeah, but you're not making it easy. <laughs> it ain't supposed to be easy. All right. Anita Baker or Tony Braxton? Anita Baker. Oh. Boys the Men of Jodeci. Jodeci. Mm-hmm. Bad Boy or Death Row? Bad Boy. Jimmy Iovine or Clive Davis? Mm-hmm. Jimmy Iovine for me. Drake or Lil Wayne? <sighs> Drake. The Winans or Commission? The Winans. SWV or TLC? SWV. And last but not least, uh, the family of God's property. (laughs) (laughs) They both sued me, so it don't matter. (laughs) (laughs) The courts win. The courts win. (laughs) Yo, yo, yo. The The courts courts win. win. Yeah, Yeah, salute. The courts courts win. win. (laughs) We sound crazy. All right, so let me explain this to you so you know what's going on here. There we go. I'm going to tell you a little... You're going to play the music? All right. Here's the music first. It'll make sense. For all the wonderful things that have happened in my life, I'd like to salute my elders with this song. So that is an album I'm sure you don't know by Esther Roll. <laughs> Her gospel album called The Garden. Ah, uh, you mind. know what? I've been wondering who that woman was up there. Looked so, like James Brown. <laughs> oh, God. Wait. Listen. Esther Roll and Abertina Walker really look like James Brown. Both of them. Oh man. You never saw him in the same room. You never, you never saw Albertine and Esther Roll in the same room. Albertina was 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 James uh gospel doppelganger. I guess. Yeah. Like, uh, now nah, Timon discovered this album. So Phil's walking by, Timon's blasting Esther Roll. And I'm like, what in the world album. is this? He's and like, Timon's this is- like, yo, you ain't up on that hot, hot shit right here. Like, Esther Roll right here, yo. So Turns out she had a gospel album in the 70s called The Garden of My Mind, which got us to thinking that, man, there's these people that we love that did all this amazing stuff, but don't get credited for it. So literally we created an award called the Esther Roll Black Excellence Award. (laughs) This is the mock-up. This This is is the mock-up. This is not the the actual award. We're going to make an actual award. We've given the award to a lot of It's still in development. It's still in development. But the point is that we uh, we, we celebrate someone each week that doesn't necessarily get all the who's, TV who's some time. of the past w- winners? Who are some of the past we've winners? We've had Tamia, we've had Faith Evans, Evans we've, we've had, had Voice to Men, Selena Johnson, Maya. Maya, yeah. lot, lots of people. Yeah. People that have Joe. done, yeah, Joe, people who've done amazing things but don't necessarily get all the TV time that 
they deserve. Did Jason Weaver win? Jason Weaver did not. <laughs> Yo, man, did you hear that Jason is still getting a bag? Yes, yeah, yeah from 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 yes. Lion King. Lion King. He, 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 I, th I think he turned down 150k. No, two million. Two million. He turned down two and, million. And took 150k. And wow, smart move, Simba. Now he getting them royalties move. off that Lion King. His mama, his mama made yeah, that man. move for him. So no, so so the point is that we we nominate someone that we 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 feel deserves. That accolades, that black excellence accolades, because they haven't been getting the world. I'm, I'm talking about worldwide international support for their influence on culture. Mm. So, Phil, you take it from there. Well, you know what? This is uh, always hard each week. Mm. Um, but since I'm sitting next to greatness, I'm going to nominate Kirk Franklin. <laughs> yeah. 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 So well, what you also don't know. Nah, is I wanna, you, you can't even speak. You, yeah. I don't get to nominate. No. You can. You can. You can. You can. I want to hear who you nominate. Yeah, yeah. Who, who do you nominate? Devontae Swing. He made it complicated. He is so unsung, man. Yeah. If Kirk Franklin says Devontae Swing deserves And a whole era urban, of music stems from. A whole from era of music. Missy Timberland yes. yes. wouldn't have one in a million without. No, yes. no, no. Missy Timberland tweet the yeah. whole. And a lots to go with that. Devontae Swing. A sound, man. Truth. Jodeci. Facts. Come on, man. Devontae Swing. I feel like if Kirk Franklin says Devontae Swing deserves an Irby, then... Uh, yes, I think it needs to be Devontae Swing. All right, well, we're going to give you an honorary Irby. And then, <laughs> then we're going to give it... Congratulations to this week, Kirk Thank Franklin you. and Devontae Swing. Devontae. Thank you. How about that? In a once-in-a-lifetime tie. How about that? Yes. All right. We got to. And let me tell you, man, is that this means so much to me because... When I was a little boy, Esther Rowe used to do it for me. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea. Okay. I would have dreams and imaginations. Oh, oh, <laughs> Two o'clock in the morning. Oh, man. I was in the bed with wifey the other night and watching Good Time. James. And, and I was with Tammy. But I had Esther on my mind. <laughs> Esther on my mind is a song in the making. So you know. Holy Lord. We sound crazy. Hey guys, this has been great this week, man. Thank oh, you, Kirk man. Franklin, for hanging out with yeah, us. Man, yeah, man. So much. I love it. I love it. Man. No, I'm the alpaca. Uh -huh. Oh, the alpaca. alpaca. Yeah. Which I'm is, not the which goat. Is a little more exotic than a goat. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A little left field, a little it's bit more rare. It's a little more uglier. <laughs> a little more ugly. <laughs> it's, a, it's a special goat. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure y'all log on to all the We Sound Crazy socials at We Sound Crazy on Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram. Instagram, all that good stuff. Shout out to our producer, Guru, in the building. Guru. And thank you to the National Museum of African American Music. Music. They've yes. been in here hanging Super out with dope. us all episode, Super man. Dope. Yeah. Super Super dope. If you don't know them, you're about to know them because they're about to open up in 2020. and about to shake the table. Yeah. Shake the table with our history. So get into that. Kirk. Salute, King. We yeah. are super grateful that you super came honored. by. Salute, How so. we end our podcast is for our special guest to take us out with a song that's on his or her mind that just feels like what the day feels like. It could be anything. Any oh, song. man. Wow. Well, man, first of all, I appreciate what y'all are doing in culture, man. Thank you for allowing me to have a, a seat at the table to be able to continue to push the conversation of God and community. Yeah. And I believe that the conversation of God is still a relevant topic. Yes. And I believe that it's up to us as torchbearers to be able to make sure that people are aware of his relevancy, his compassion, his love, and his power mm. that can still come through this incredible thing that we all fell in love with, which is music. And yes, so sir. super, super dope of that. I say if I could think of a record 
that uh, I would love to play. I think I want to hit y'all with that hometown favorite of mine from Dallas that hooked up with the West Coast and they came together with a banger. Let's play that DOC mm. from Dr. Dre. Mm. Let's mm. get it funky. Mm. Oh, let's get it funky. Let's get, yeah, it, funky. Let's get it funky. Thank you, Kirk Franklin, episode 20 in the can, baby. Thank in you. the can, boy. Until, until next time, until y'all. Next Peace time. out. Y'all ready for this?